Okay, hi guys. Uh, uh, it's another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix. Hi, Kix. Hi. And uh, Kix's cat, per usual, is nestled under the pillow behind her, ready to talk yes. some shit. I know. I always feel like I need to like disclaimer before like our guests come in. Like, by the way, my cat is going to be here as well. I hope it's not um, unprofessional. Uh, no. I. Hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but all I've, all I have to say is when you listen to podcasts, like you don't know what people's setups are, and sometimes right. when you see the setups, you're like, oh. <laughs> well, like I don't have a desk, so like I'm having to makeshift. For a while, I was sitting on my floor, and then it got really painful after an hour of sitting on my floor. So now, now that I have a bed, <laughs> I'm sitting on my bed, yeah. and now I think I have to buy a desk. The desk is useful. I have a desk in my room that's really great for the recordings, but the problem is the internet isn't as good in my room. So, um, no, but but there are people. Always a process. There are people. <laughs> there are people that have graced this podcast that have podcasts, and to see that they take to their bed for recordings, it makes me like <laughs> not uncomfortable. I'm like, I need to take two of my bed for a recording. <laughs> Honestly, it is really really nice. Like today I have a little bit of a different setup so I can't fully lounge, but sometimes it's like a full lounge. Yeah, no, there's someone, and I'm not going to say their name, who literally I think if like turned the camera on, they are full tucked into the covers. (laughs) (laughs) You you know who you are. I don't think they're listening though. Oh. (laughs) Um, No, but then like some people have like setups. Like I, I I, I don't know what it is about my apartment, but we don't really have sound problems in here. But you also have like a setup, like you, like you have a go-to setup that works for viewing if someone's looking at you and clearly sound as well. True. Um, Well, it's a wild evening in New York City. Subways are flooding. Mm -hmm. My ceiling (laughs) is leaking. But against all odds, we are here. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So for those who don't know... The subway stop by Kix and I. We live uptown. There's a subway stop on 157th um, and Broadway. It's flooded. And there are people, like, getting off the train, like, waist deep in water. So mm-hmm. then, but what I'm confused about is, couldn't you get electrocuted? Yeah, my thing is, like, where's the water going? And it probably just, my, it's like, maybe it's rushing but, under the train. Yeah, but think about the third rail. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm trying to think of like, so there's a standing, there's a foot of water, no, three feet of water on the platform or on the entrance to the train. And then where does it go? Like it has to go down into the subway station, like into the train tracks, which means. And the subway is separated by like, like a gate, like there's gates. It's not walls. Like, it's not like the turnstile is the only opening. Like it's like, it's, it's a gate. Like the water can just run through it. So I don't know how. It's not, like, full of electricity. Yeah, it's a little concerning to me. Can you imagine the doors open to your train and water rushes into the train? That's the other part of it. Oh, I would not get off. Oh, you know what, though? I'll get off the the next stop. I guess the water goes down by the train. That's what I've been saying this whole time. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying I I forgot that there's, like, a gap. Yeah. I'm picturing water rushing straight into train. No, it's not that much. Uh, 
the people waiting in it. Okay, I'm not saying that it's not a lot. I've just been saying that the whole time, and you've been like, no, no, no. I thought you were saying, oh my god, that's not what I'm saying. (laughs) Sometimes I think you don't listen to me, and you only listen to the part that you don't like, and then you keep go, and then we keep going. You don't listen to me. I was listening to you. I thought you meant like it goes down when the train's not there. I thought you were saying it just goes over into the tracks. No, 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 no. Anyways, <laughs> there you go. There's, there's your um your daily dose of sibling bickering for those listening. Yeah. Um, well, we have a great well, episode today with a great friend of ours that we've been yes. wanting to have on the podcast for a long time, and they're a hoot and a half. Let me tell you. Oh my god! And Truly. we have, we, have, <laughs> we sometimes. Actually, we don't often do this, but every once in a while, you know, podcasts will record intros after, you know, and things like that for like just bookings. And so we have not. So this episode could be a flop. I don't know. But (laughs) I I think it's going to be a hit. Yes, I think it's a hit. Um, Our guest is an icon in the children's um, theater world. (laughs) (laughs) And at UCB. That's not just And at UCB. I know. I'm just joking. But I well, not joking because that's true. But. I, yeah, we're very excited to chat Bravo. Shout with out them. to the chil- the children out there. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of kids listening. Oh my you- God, wait. I got a text from a listener's mom. No, sorry, sorry. I got a text, a message from a listener whose mom is now a dumpster diva because she's listening to the Love podcast. That. And they said they were driving in the car and she said, my mom was dying when she found out that Kicks face planted at the subway. <laughs> It's like, that's the funny part of the episode to you. <laughs> Wait, speaking of DMs, you never talked about what that, the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, wait one second. Let me pull it up. Okay. Um, what We just had another moment of siblingness, but what, what I'm discussing, we didn't actually say what we were talking about. Oh, right. We, we should do that. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Tom mentioned that our listener who we read a review a couple weeks ago, who doesn't have electricity in their home dm'd us about their um situation so tom's pulling that up right now because i don't know i could look but yeah, i didn't it's and... gonna take me a second to find it because essentially I, I, it's i'm not gonna find the exact dms but essentially they live like they like bounce around from cabins and just like take care of them and they literally go into town to download the episodes that's so cool I know when she, and she was sending me pictures of the, of the actual cabins in their gorge. Of course. Um, wow. But then the next question I had, and I'm happy to unpack this some more on next episode, but the next question I had is how do you watch the shows we're talking about? Do you Mm -hmm. go into town and download the shows as well? Cause that is, maybe they don't watch. Well then how'd they find us? Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't just, this isn't like a friend of a friend. This is like a listener, listener. Hey, listener, listeners out there. Hi. Um. So, wait, I, this is something I haven't talked to you about, but I think it's, I think we need to acknowledge it while we're here. We kind of phased out our final segment of the podcast mm. because mm-hmm. what ended up happening was it just like never, la- it landed so, it landed really well in the beginning but then it just didn't always land. For those that are maybe new to the podcast, we used to end on a segment where we asked our guests if they thought we would be good on reality television. If so, where? And then we would diagnose them, which I think is really fun. But 
I think that just sometimes like if the guest like I like if the guest didn't vibe with us like not didn't vibe but like didn't get a good vibe like not a good vibe but like do you know what I'm saying like didn't like get a good read on who we are like yeah. just kind of was like summer house <laughs> you know what yeah I mean? I mean it's also kind of like pumping our egos up a little bit sure so. sure so I have an idea for for a final segment that I'm going to throw out and this is not something we're going to do today but if anyone listening has an idea for a final segment we want I would love to have something just like wrap it up you know what I mean and so two ideas I had one was at the end of every episode to say in honor of our pride episode that was such a hit say is there anything this week in reality television that screams that's gay (laughs) (laughs) and then my other segment i thought of was was there anything this week that you think made someone a dumpster diva was there like a moment that like someone saw where they were like i love reality television now Mm. we're really workshopping things on air today no i yeah you don't have to make a decision about it now we're not gonna do it today i just was thinking about that today and i thought i'd bring it up organically here love that um but you can think about it. Do you have Do you have any in, input on those? No, you you can say you don't like it. <laughs> no, I just don't really know. I honestly, this is being thrown on me, so I can't really. Um... Yeah, I was just it was just brainstorming today about ways we can you know add do you think to the pod. Grizz is a dumpster diva. Grizz is not to me. He's too classy. Grizz is my cat. Everybody. Um... Yeah. Um. Well, so before we get to Andrew, <laughs> though, um, we do have to. Of course, read a five-star review. Uh, all five-star reviews we read here on the podcast. Um, uh, rate, review, subscribe there. It's a great free way to support the podcast. Um, and today's review comes from Jazzy Faye, exclamation point. Love the name. Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye. Welcome to the stage, Jazzy Faye. I feel like Jazzy Faye could be a good drag name for dad. What's dad's again? Brioche. Brioche, yeah. Brioche, yeah. Brioche. Um, so Jazzy Faye says, love. I became addicted to this podcast during quarantine walks and have loved listening to Tom and Kix's hot takes and fun conversations with great guests. Hashtag dumpster diva, exclamation point. Thanks, Jazzy Faye. Can't wait to see you on season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, thank you so much, Jazzy J. That's very sweet. And you, too, can have a review read. Uh, if you just write one, so write. How one. shady would it be if we read our own reviews we made for the podcast? I think I did in the beginning, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we should get into our episode, so we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be back with uh, Andrew Barbado of Story Pirates to break down everything Bravo. Uh, talk to you in one second. Okay, and we are back uh, with uh, a wonderful friend of ours. His name is Andrew Barbado. He is a director, a writer, a producer, uh, an actor, all these things uh, for Story Pirates. You can catch him doing all those things on Story Pirates TV. And he's a comedian in my life, whether you're you know, on stage or just in the same room as me. Andrew, welcome. We're so excited you're here. Wow! I'm so happy <laughs> to be here. I have to say, like, I... We saw each other at a birthday party. We spoke briefly and you said, we need to, we need to speak more, but we need to record it. <laughs> this has to, this cannot be wasted 
as an interpersonal conversation. No, no, this no. Needs Into to be which shared. I turned around and walked away from you. I said, we must exactly. talk And I understood. We must stop talking here and we need mics. We need mics, we need cameras. And I, and I understood. <laughs> and I agreed. But yes, thank you for having me. There's, there's, oh, there's so much that I want to get off my chest and explore with y'all. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, this is this is a place for you to explore. This is that moment for you, I think. Oh, okay, good. How's everybody doing? Y- y'all feeling good about life? Um, well, <laughs> it's raining like a lot. Yeah. So much it is. so that my roof is leaking, the subways are flooding, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which we discussed in the intro a little bit, but um I just had a moment where I was like last week we were told to turn off everything because the power is going to go out and Shocking. now this week we're in a flood so there's nothing like getting a message from the the trash mayor being like hey i know it's, i know it's 110 degrees turn your ac off please like, meanwhile wait. it's like have you seen times square turn off one of the one of the billboards sweetie i, I don't ask me no there's right i saw a anything. tweet i saw a tweet that said does eminem studio really need a carousel right now right <laughs> like all that is operating at full capacity and like that was I mean, crazy yeah I, I it was it was insane and then yes today is like torrential downpour and then against all odds you look like you're living in peach's castle yeah i know i know it's very bright in my room i have to keep the i have to keep the fantasy alive for myself it's important to my mental health it, 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 we don't even have to go down this rabbit hole, but doesn't it kind of feel like this is the first maybe summer that you're like, oh, global warming. I totally, yeah, you've arrived yeah, she's and here. here we go. I feel like strap <laughs> on, like she is here to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. Yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's no, all right. I, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Seeing the temperature really pushed to so high and like, see, it was just like, oh, this is real. Not that, not that high temperatures mean global warming. When there's low it's temperatures, true. it also means global warming. But like, just such drastic changes. Seeing the whole country in red, like in like in terms of the weather, it was like, hmm, That's scary. It's not great. Um, and but then you here know, we married. are to talk the exactly. trashiest TV. <laughs> Maybe not even the trashiest. No, uh, no, trashier. I don't think the trashiest. But... Not the trashiest. Wait. So before we get into that, though, we have to ask you our our, our little. Uh, question and that is what reality television for you Andrew made you a dumpster diva and it all in addition to this was there a person on reality TV that you were like oh I'm obsessed with them yeah there are 100 ones for me like the moment I think and I was you know I was young but the moment that something clicked for me was that sort of slow motion shot of New York Tiffany Pollard reaching for Pumpkin's hair to pull yeah. it after Pumpkin had spit in her face uh-huh. on Flavor of Love. I said, yes. this could be for me. <laughs> I said, this is something. And and I think to your to your sort of second question uh, folded into that, like Tiffany, uh, New York Pollard, I'll call her. I'll just keep sort of <laughs> yeah. Tiffany Pollard, New York, anything you want to yeah, yeah. say. But for her, for me, she... I don't know. I think I understood a, that's a profession and that is a professional. Right. Mm-hmm. And what she's doing is so incredible. And so like, I'm so happy that that person found a way to let her make the most of what she's got and let right. her light shine for the world. Because <laughs> imagine like if she was just doing that just in her own life, like that would be, 
not nearly as fun. Like right. the the, no. the path, her path is is extremely powerful for me. <laughs> right. I'm glad you said that because it would be such a shame if she be. was living this life and no one saw it on camera. Exactly. And also, <laughs> I don't think she would be like the brilliance of her is like, you know, I think she knows if she knows she it's a performance art she yeah. knows how to make something happen sure. she knows that like there's cameras here like let's get something going yeah and so, she can do that yeah and so we're watching we're on our patreon page for the podcast we're breaking down like old reality shows um mm -hmm. kind of the people kind of other people's origins of reality um and we watched uh flavor of love and we're watching america's next top model right now and what's so interesting about the two of them is that America's Next Top Model, no one was there for TV, right? They're there to become a model. Okay? Right. They're, they're right. there to take because things seriously. Like, because there's there's things on the line that are actually, like, um, like uh, what's the word? I'm right. Tangible. It, tangible. tangible. Yes. If you they're, win, you become, right. like, a famous model. As opposed to, if I win, I'll marry Flava Flav. Was that <laughs> <Right>. the premise? <laughs> but, 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 but. Tiffany was the first person to see the light at the end of the tunnel yes, and say, exactly. say, okay, what is at the end of this rainbow mama is exactly. a life of reality television where I can make millions of dollars. And yes. not a lot of people are smart enough to do that at, at that point. And now, unfortunately, too many people are trying to do that. Yeah, it's true. But she truly, she truly is magnificent. And her mother is as well. I mean, her mother <laughs> does Patterson. the work as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, so for me, that was like, you know, I was maybe like end of middle school or, or high school when I was like, this is capturing my imagination. This is captivating. Mm -hmm. And also, also one other thing that was magical in the same way was the wild trip that um, on Housewives of New York with um it's called scary island isn't it mm -hmm. that for me is like again it's like this what is this like i don't know it <laughs> captures something so strange and satisfying because it's no, something that agree. like i feel like with flavor of love and scary island both separately very different but they <laughs> both mm -hmm. capture something that I would say 90% of the population would just not do by right. choice or like because <laughs> of finances. So there's like a, there's something about watching it when you're like, I'm enjoying watching this because I would, could it be me? Exactly. Or, or just on the basis of Kelly Ben Simone going on a trip with a group of people that hated her. Like no one's ever been put in like, that I situation. I would never right? do that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but there is something relate, like the, there are nuggets of relatability. Like there's something very satisfying. It's like scratching an itch to see someone who is cr like truly um, just making making situations up in their own mind and being mean to someone else and having her like getting that putting that on display and then kind of having her not come out on top there's something very satisfying about it because i feel like everyone has many versions of that in their life and watching kelly on that show is scratches such an itch for me <laughs> yeah. because i think i i know people i don't know who but i i know that thing um but i don't get to like watch you know a flashback to like them saying the exact opposite thing you know 
a Diego or something. It, right, it's right, just right. satisfying. I know. Don't you wish, like... Yes. Uh, don't you, you wish... You could, could roll like, the tape. Say, what did you say? Okay, well, one second. Let me pull up my phone, and then it's just like... Pull a Lisa Barlow and be like, roll the tapes. Roll the yeah, tapes. exactly. I mean, and there are scenarios where that happens. You know, you do... Like, if, that, if something happens in a text message, you might be able to feel satisfied but it's not the same yeah no it's Mm-mm. not the same um well speaking of kelly ben simone i think that's just a, a great tea for us <laughs> to go uh right into uh real houses of new york city okay let's talk about real houses of new york city i want your opinion because i'm watching um beverly hills in new york city in tandem right now mm-hmm. um and it's interesting to watch the two of them because you know the shows uh, uh, although they're under the same kind of umbrella they are all very different right. um I think what what's interesting, I don't know how much they're gonna stretch this season in New York. It doesn't feel like there's this like anchor story happening. No. I mean, other than Ebony K. Williams doing like this, the work of the Lord um, and watching everybody like squirm. It, it's so fun. I, I need to speak on this with you. I, it, it happened not this episode, but the episode before. Yeah, go for it. I've never seen anything like I've like the two person scene, just a yeah. two person scene. Yep. Of Ramona <laughs> and <laughs> Ebony in Ramona's apartment. I, I I just watched it again. I keep watching it. It's it is and so Andrew, bizarre. I need cra- you. Imagine Andrew. Wait wait wait. I need <gasps> Andrew to to do because Andrew is a a wonderful actor, and I need Andrew to take that scene. Okay, and I need what I need you to do is put it put it to film, put it, put I, it on paper, put it to I, film. And yes. not, I, what I need you to do is do Ramona like grabbing the butterfly necklace, being like, don't you like this butterfly necklace? Oh it reminds me of my God. daughter. Uh, when, oh <laughs> my like, God. No, I know. It's one of a kind. It's one of a kind. Oh my God. And even like Ebony being, and when, when Ramona's like, I just want to be in a happy place. I just want to be in a happy place. And Ebony's like, I want to be in a happy place too. But I also want to be in an authentic place. <laughs> like it, it doesn't end. And and it, it, her, Ramona sort of like taking a beat multiple times, just having to remove herself from the situation and talk to what the, her dog's name is. Uh, what is her dog name? Avery? Coco? Coco. A, the, oh, wait, her dog. The dog, dog not the daughter. <laughs> wait, dog or daughter? The dog. The sort dog's of like Coco. The, the transition of like her like dog talking and yes. then that transitioning into like a serious conversation with yep. the dog is so good when she's like we don't want to talk about politics coco and she's like it just been an extremely stressful week and i told her coco i said <laughs> that like i had done all this research and she's not listening okay coco it is so funny <laughs> and then she's like and the necklace kills me just like her being like okay you know what i know what i need to do Yes, exactly. I'm gonna, yeah, that's I'm gonna the, put this necklace on. So what was that? Like, it's like, she she's like, clean slate. I know what I need, the butterfly necklace. <laughs> and then she goes out and is like, this is a beautiful necklace that everybody asks about where you can get it, but nobody can get it anywhere because it's Avery. <laughs> it's beautiful, it makes me happy, I wanna be in a happy place. And I'm like, I think do you think this mind- is gonna work? Do you think this seems not crazy? Uh- no, yeah. I think in her mind, she's like, well, I'm going to wear this because it's a conversation piece. So I'm just going exactly. to take and put it on, start a new conversation. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Exactly right, Kings. <laughs> that's exactly right. But, but that that's so like, I'll watch New York as New York is, New York is changing and shifting. I mean, I don't remember this Ramona character. I know that she's, I don't know, something about this season. I'm like, we're, we're watching... I think as they like sort of get older and like are like kind of like in 
firming up their like places, like just like these iconic older like um, New York ladies. Um, it feels very, Grey Garden sounds too like I'm saying that like, oh God, they're messes. It's not that, it just, they seem like just, I don't know, they're older women now. Um, mm -hmm. And it's very, very fun to get Ebony in the mix right now. And, you know, watch how they deal with this stuff. It's fascinating. And it I- It is fascinating. Be yeah. be because like, we know, even before watching this season, we knew that Ramona was going to be a problem. Because yeah, I've be said this so many things, times, yeah. it's like she, is taking control of the narrative every single episode at the very beginning by making her tagline i don't always say the right things but Thanks. it comes from the right place or whatever Thanks. the fuck she says yeah so it's, she's it's taking like, yeah. she's taking charge <laughs> because she knows every episode she's gonna look like a white asshole exactly like, no matter what she does i'm curious to see like what the you know because they started filming before well first of all i'm shocked by how little they know i'm i i'm surprised i guess really? i shouldn't be surprised are you but really shocked yeah no i mean i'm not shocked Tom, like when, they, I'm, when when luann was like now have you heard of this word microaggressions micro <laughs> she's like microaggressions <laughs> and then even when when and then when they come back ramona's like i learned about microaggressions and then her even her examples of it are like things that like i feel like my mom and dad would talk about like when i was little being like you know um people are people of like, color go to the sale you, rack is it, what she exactly, said exactly it's exactly the this this exactly that i'm like whoa we're so past that that's Oh my God, but also like, you know that <laughs> Ramona spent the night and you know this because she says it, um, but you knew it before she said it where she was like, she's before she, she frantically Googled, looked like up looked up black. things for, she, exactly. she, I think she Googled black. black. She and went, she, she went, what are four common microaggressions? <laughs> exactly. And exactly. what are they, how do I avoid them? And then when she was talking about the, um, about EJ Walker EJ versus Walker. CJ Walker. Yeah, yeah, yes. right. Right, and, she, and like she's like, and she the way she says it, like it it was just, it was so. I want to get Ramona on Z Way. Like, have you watched like Z Way's like show? Oh, or she, the, yes, of course. Like, That's the like, perfect. How iconic yeah. would it be to be like? So like, funny because when Z Way used to do her IG lives before it was a show, which obviously the show's amazing. I I do miss the like IG live sometimes. Yeah, because, of like, course. People go up in the comments and like so it was just funny. so fun to see people like on the live be re trying to come up with like who like these people are like seeing Wait. like people squirm when like Angela Davis came up and they're like Act activist <laughs> <laughs> Wait okay so I just googled EJ Walker with an E EJ EJ, right, EJ right. Walker um is a varsity high school basketball player <laughs> No 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 they really are a billionaire the first, no, the that's first C, million. That's no, CJ, that's CJ Walker. Right. Oh, oh, you're saying you looked e. up who EJ Walker was. I looked up who EJ Walker is. <laughs> yes, EJ yes. Walker, the the iconic the varsity basket, basketball varsity player. Basketball player. That is yeah. who Ramona <laughs> yes. is wanting to Who's celebrate Ramona, and lift Who Ramona up. quoted. Yes. Exactly. And then she's, you know, she's, and uh, Ebony, I mean, I'm really excited about the first uh, few episodes uh, that Ebony had because Ebony, I mean, that is an extremely hard thing to do, but like it was her mission and it's just so, A, it's cool as fuck and mm -hmm. B, it's so funny. Yeah. Like, 
and it's I think hilarious. that's what's good about it. I think I know there's like a lot of crazy people on Bravo that's that are also like, it shouldn't be about race, da, da, da. but I'm like, okay, it's along with it being about like, you know, that being a topic of conversation, it is so funny. It is so funny watching them try to deal with this. It's hysterical. I mean, yeah. it's like a skit. Like it's literally like a Truly, comedy sketch yes. where it's like where where it's a group of white women walking into spaces thinking they're not going to learn about race and they keep learning about race, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yeah, yeah. if we're looking at like I just wish some people would look at it and about how ridiculous it is, about how ridiculous the white trio of Sonia well, not even Sonia, but just not like the Sonya, duo, of, the duo Sonya... of Luann and Ramona walking into these spaces being like, time for dinner. And then it's like, and Ebony's like, let's exactly. talk about race. And and then we're like, oh, not again. Like, it's like truly like a like a comedy sketch. You're like, I know. They, so, uh, they keep walking into these walls because like they're so make... closed off to like what they like. It wouldn't happen so many times because they just listen. That's the thing. And go ahead. And Jess. it's I, what I was going to say is that it's just on that note of it being a comedy sketch, like the ending like note is the white woman screaming, I can't help that I'm white. And then like storming off. So that's like interesting (laughs) because I will say like Ebony handled Ramona with kid gloves. And I, and I appreciate the way, you know, Ebony, I think cuts these women a lot of slack. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that is, not that she needs to, but that makes it uh, easier to watch, I guess. And like sort of a little hopeful and makes it feel like it can kind of continue. What is about to happen? Because the most recent episode where they like went to Salem, which to me felt very much just like a weird like housewife soup episode. I was like, I'm not sure what, there's no like narrative yeah. here. It's just like the picture's alive. Not really, <laughs> but I don't know. Oh, but I live for that woman at the manor that was like so Boston. Did you see that her was, witch? Did you see her subtitle? It was like it was like hotel um hotel employee slash witch. Oh my god, I <laughs> that's that. honestly I a that. dream. But that's you, that's you kicks podcaster slash witch. Okay, so but I will so to quote poorly, Ono oh Bravo, fan of the pod, friend in mm-hmm. real life. She said something really interesting on Instagram today that I was like, that's literally hit the nail on the head. Last episode. Like, I guess two episodes ago, people were complaining about how Ebony was, like, educating these women. And they were like, why don't, let's learn more about Ebony, not about, like, Black culture, which is racist. So, but then, (laughs) then this episode, all it is about education. We're learning about Salem. Who cares about Salem? Literally. (laughs) You brought me to the home of the White Witch. Yeah. Oh, my God. The origin of White Witch. That is so funny. And it's like, oh, so you just have a problem with like black education. Exactly. And I think <laughs> that like even even Ebony says it. Ebony's like, you know, I I do want to get this out out front. Like let like I can't really be on the show until we have like a moment of acknowledgement and mm-hmm. understanding and we can go forward from there. Right. Um but what do y'all think is gonna happen? I, I feel like now it's taken a turn with the last mm-hmm. scene of last episode that I saw when they were in Salem, yep. where Ramona is like sort of dancing, doing like her white lady dance, like, and that feels different. Do you know what I mean? That that feels like 
I almost I feel like how are they going to come back from that and are things going to escalate right. from And there? they still have four more days of this vacation. It's a 5-day vacation. That's Salem, crazy. I would say no to insane. that. I would yeah. say I can do 3 days. Bershawn has known these women for a whole two hours. <laughs> oh, what the and okay, she's but, gone. But you know what? Here's the thing. I'm down for that because so oftentimes, like, we, people use this example all the time, and I'm going to use it right now. There was an OC season where the setup to a vacation was a woman was like, I'm going to go find my ancestors in Ireland. Would anyone like to come? And it's like, <laughs> wait, it was like, not not a housewife, just someone. No, a housewife, a housewife. Okay, that was because she because they always designate a housewife to organize the vacation. Right. And they try and come up with a reason, being like, "I need to do this in this city. Mm, Anyone want to join?" And so, like, I liked that there was actually zero prep. It was just like we're going to go on a vacation because cause it's COVID and that's all we can do when we're filming. Yeah, we'll but like for housewife standards, Leah's like nailing the vacation. Like, oh yeah, oh she, this looked like fun. Tattoo? Yeah. Tattoo place, like the welcome gifts. Oh my they, gosh, the, she the even had someone. Bus? She even had someone hang up Ramona's clothes, which I thought was like yes, so fucking was, iconic because Ramona's was. a little asshole. So I'm like, Leah, you're doing great. Yeah, I just wonder. I guess long term, I'm like, I don't know what the anchors of this season are. Right. In ter- like, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not that captivated by like what school will leah's daughter choose like okay <laughs> no and I do mean, you remember the storyline about leah converting and that's like not come up again no oh, they haven't right. talked about that at all so that. i guess it's like sonia finding love um and ebony like sort of like speaking truth to power that's oh, what okay. this season so maybe is about i before we i want to say this on our episode because we talked about it on our patreon for a second but so the matchmaker that Ebony is using, first of all, I didn't know she was on Wendy Williams. So that's- I did not she's, know that either. Yeah, so she, someone, we were talking to Kendrick. Kendrick said that she's a correspondent on Willi- Wendy Williams, which I was like, that's crazy because I know her from the challenge in Real World Brooklyn. So she was on Real really? World Brooklyn a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then she was on two seasons of the challenge. She was on- challenge battle the seasons and then she was on fresh meat she is so good on the challenge like as a reality tv character she's Mm -hmm. not very good at the physical challenges but she's just so fun to watch i literally gasped when i saw her i was so excited so do we think we'll see maybe we'll see more of this person well i would be down for her to be they need to reboot Millionaire Matchmaker. Like that show was yeah. so good. Patty Sanger, like that, that was, show was another amazing. one for me. Yeah, same. I mean that that was like early Bravo, like when we were in high school and early college. Like, it was like so good. Like didn't that they was, like, reboot it? They they tried to move it to Hulu and call. It was like it was called Millionaire Matchmaker on Bravo, and then they they moved it to Hulu and it was called like Matching Millionaires. <laughs> it, was like, oh. <laughs> it was like it was like they had to do like the smallest shift. So yeah yeah yeah. But I I, I saw someone like do a silly like Photoshop of Millionaire mm-hmm. Matchmaker and they put Devin in there. But I'm like, no, we she should be that. That'd be should. so fun. She's so captivating on TV. And if you're a challenge fan and you haven't watched those seasons, I highly recommend. Okay, wow, that's good to know. I'm happy. I hope I see more of her then. Maybe she can bring something. Um, Maybe she'll come back too because if like she, yeah, she will. Yeah, if Sonia doesn't find a date, oh, I think she's coming back. Yeah, I know. I think she's, I think she's definitely coming back. Yeah. I think the premise is like she's off looking. She's gonna return. Right. With the men. Right. No, but um, but but Andrew, I think the solution to what you're saying is where there's no rooted storylines. And I said this last week. I think that we, as the fan community gets like 
so there there's so many like misguided conversations happening right now on Instagram with the fan communities and stuff with the season pointing pointing anger at Ebony or Ramona or all this stuff. I think there just needs to be an overall like moment where we throw some anger at Bravo because like they really fucked up the casting process for this season. They didn't nail right. it. Like they, they just they should need have more stacked. women. Like they yeah. filmed New York and they filmed Beverly Hills at the same time because they're going through similar seasons at the same time. Yeah. Like, like it's like it's COVID it's time fall. Mm-hmm. Like the election episodes were the same week. Like, like it's the same, right. it's literally the same time. And California was worse with COVID at that time than, than New York was. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying they need to be like doing reckless COVID things, but like, I think that like they should have stacked the cast a bit more. Like yeah, if they're going to, exactly. if they're going to go there, like why not have Make eight, eight women right. and a friend. Okay. So and it's like, you organically Leah, have storylines. Like, like let's make Leah's sister friend of, right. She like why has an interesting life. She's like hot. She has a kid. Like let's like, she's could be an easy friend of to have. Oh right. yeah. I mean, I would love that. And then, Bershawn friend of and then at least two more like either full-time or right Beverly Hills is operating with a cast of like 10 characters I know right and it's like so streamlined and and like it's so easy there's so much going on yeah yeah I just in Bravo's not dumb like I don't know why they couldn't so then think what do you, to add yeah more. what why did that happen it just that's how I don't the know. I think I think it was just COVID but I feel like New York like doesn't typically have that many women They've always had six, like pretty much. Oh, well, that, that's not true. There was a season they had nine, which I think is one of their best seasons. They had, they had that's Heather, lot. Carol, Dorinda, Kristen Takeman, Luann, Ramona, Sonia. That's eight. And then, oh, so not it was Bethany. Eight. Oh, and Bethany, nine. Yes. Oh. That's crazy. And that season is so fun because there's so much going on because nine women like you're just like it's like game of thrones at that point there's so many 100 yeah i think it, it does kind of feel like the it's it's a smaller cast and also it's like what are the relationships between these people um and yeah it feels like i don't know i get it but and but this almost feels a little bit like a they need to settle into some relationship dynamics because it's feeling very like, yeah, we're like me, these people are meeting and the, you know, there's, there's not a lot of like, the world doesn't feel big. That was like my kind of issue. I loved Salt Lake so much and I'm really excited for season two, but that was kind of my critique of Salt Lake is that you could tell that these women don't actually, wouldn't actually hang out. They're just like, there's two groups of friends or like three groups of friends and then Bravo just put them in a room. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening with New York because it's like Luann and Ramona and Sonia, they're like core group. Mm -hmm. And like Leah is like kind of friends with Luann. Yeah. And kind kind of of friends with Sonia. Because they're sober, but then they don't have anything in common. Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like it's like, two sets of friends that they just like shoved in a tattoo parlor. Yeah. yeah, It's just rushed. It's just all rushed. Like, it's like, we got to film a season and then they just did it. And it's like, yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm still watching it, but but perhaps this is the right moment to sort of transition. Well, let's, let's move into BH. All right, y'all. Holy shit. I love watching Beverly Hills and go on (laughs) record because I've never said that in my life. Who's hunky dory? Who's hunky dory? Okay. Dead ass serious. That was like the most important thing of that. She goes, who's hunky dory? 
she is a comedian. <laughs> she is sign her up for UCB 101, baby, Holy because she shit. has timing. She's let her tiny. Teach. She need to take class. Let her teach. Put her on a house team. Literally, <laughs> she is out of this world. The who's hunky dory moment, straight face, and they kept going to her, and she still was like waiting for the answer. She's like someone is gonna tell me who this person is. Like she was saying as if like, she was like, I need to know who Hunky Dory is so I can know why you're crying. So I can understand the situation. Like it was so- The dots are connecting from Paris to Kathy quicker than I think you would think, you know? Kathy is so dynamic. Like the who's Hunky Dory, but then also like the other little moments that I love that are a different side of her. Like when when the fight was erupting um, and, um. Um, Sutton Crystal. Sutton, yes, Sutton was exiting. Kathy like, exiting looked, stage right. <laughs> exit stage right. Center stage, sort of just out, and then <laughs> sort uh, of like just out, <laughs> just out. Um, and then yeah, like she she literally was went to Lisa Renner and was like, "This is your house. You need to do something." And Kath, like she, Kathy said that. I was like, "I love that yes. side of you, Kathy." Also, like she just knows what's your nervous situation. This season is very good. Very. Agree? It's very no, it's good. So good. It's bizarrely good. Like, and we still haven't even gotten exactly that much happening. But it's just like no, there's but, nothing but happening. You, usually, when there's nothing happening, I mean, there are things happening. But like, usually with them, nothing happens and it's awful. But for some reason, it's like working. I think it's because we have the promise of Erica Jane's storyline. Yeah. That yeah, is like buying. That's a, really that's a lot point. of like buying. And this week we find out the news. This week in real life, we found out the news that Erica will be responsible for paying Tom Girardi's uh, victims. Okay, baby, just sell two of your Cartier vintage rings. You'll be fine. Like no, she's, I'm not. The, those settlements are a, more more than a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Those vintage Cartier rings are more than a hundred thousand dollars. I know, but there's a whole plane full of money that needs to go. <laughs> no, just two well, I mean, if she she can't be fully responsible, right? Like, oh, what did it I say? I think he's gonna pay as much as he can, and then when the money runs out, the next the next bank account <laughs> they're gonna sweep into is Miss Jane. Well, she did post. She was like, "The ice queen can handle it," and it's like, "Shut up!" Right? <laughs> Wait, something okay. I just thought of. What is Erica's maiden name? Jer- Jane. <laughs> No, no Jane, Erica I think Jane it's her, is like, her stage name. Kid. Oh, I always thought that was her like real name. <laughs> no, Erica Jane. Why is that is... funny? Shut up. Because it's based off Erica Kane. I didn't know that. I don't know who Erica Kane is. I'm I don't sorry. either. So okay, thank so you for saying that. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Who? I I will say I love. So I've taken some notes on this episode because I just watched it. Um, this episode was super fun the whole thing has been fun because there's a lot of fun storylines happening with the <laughs> promise of this like erica right, right. anchor and you know, i'm dying for you running this podcast right now you're like you're like i'm so sorry no 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 i'm literally like sitting back i'm like yeah keep going because you were like so on the, uh, at this point let's transition to beverly hills like to speak on beverly hills <laughs> i figured out her real name it's what Chihoy. is her real name erica chahoy yeah that doesn't roll off the tongue Chips Ahoy. I love that. Erica Chahoy. Well, I just wonder if she's going to change her name. I mean, Girardi's a tainted She'll probably name. just go by Jane. Erica Jane. Erica Jane. Jane. Well, we'll, well again, see, we, we're wondering. We're going to keep watching. Um, <laughs> okay, not this watch. Wikipedia photo does her so dirty. Wow. We're looking at... <laughs> she looks okay. A, it's sort of like stage door. Is that is a stage door picture? Live? No, it's a stage door picture it's that a stage she looks not shot. great in. Okay. Anyways... 
I do like, Andrew, you know, take it away. we're, we're getting a lot of, we're getting a lot of, I think it's very kind of adorable that we're getting to see Erica Jane in that like iconic um, state where like your friend just broke up with their boyfriend and like the friend was around, but now that they're broken up, they really do. They're like, yeah, I'm going to come to tennis. I'm going to come to a, a refrigerated um, frozen room with you to, yeah, to uh-huh. sort of stand in. I'm going to get, um, I'm going to get Christmas decorations with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I'm going to take a ride in your car. It's very sweet. <laughs> and I like it. Like too, because like, and I think back to Kathy a little bit, but like them going to her house and was just so perfect. First of all, because Erica was fucking awful at tennis. I'm like, can't I? Honestly, thought all rich people were good at tennis, so that that was confusing. But and then, can we talk about Kathy though? In that scene, that's what I was gonna say. She's Kathy who like rolled out of bed and was like, guys, what's up? Oh, hey, the cameras are here. Hey. You know it was three, you know it was 3 p.m., right? It had to have been. <laughs> I love that. She's like, because oh hey, what's up, everyone? Part of me thinks that Kathy is definitely overdoing it a little bit, but I am still enjoying it a lot. Yeah, I'm really? here for it. You think you think Kathy's overdoing it? You don't think that's her? I don't know. Part of we me don't it's know like yet. part of me is like there's no way that's her because that person is just <laughs> too wild to exist in real life but it's so like calm that's what is like gets me <laughs> right. i'm like it's it's, it's 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 crazy and and the other good thing and, and again this is why i think the season is so satisfying is like even the tennis scene it also is like a good setup of like of the 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 like competitive um the competitive nature of crystal like mm-hmm. we we learn of like how she's like not gonna back down and how how competitive she is and like all there's there's just character building that then is going to have a really fun payoff in the fight between Crystal and Sutton, which is so relatable because you know when somebody is hurting, but they're just funny and you have to... Watching Crystal try so hard not to laugh in her face at her how she particularly expresses her pain is so funny. <laughs> so funny. Sutton it literally looked like a fool at dinner because she was like... The reason she was upset, I think, is because she was like... Crystal is having a good time. The women exactly. like her. Exactly. And she brought a killer gift for Garcelle. And I said this, I said, I had, I was stoned last night watching Beverly Hills. I posted yes. this on Dumpster Dive Pod Instagram. Right. And okay, I want to I literally had, I literally had an aha moment, like high on my edible watching my TV. Right when she said, like, jealous of what? Or, you're, you're jealous, you're yeah. jealous of me. I lit, it just came to me immediately. And I was like, She's jealous. The what they're not saying is that Crystal got to be a full time housewife after not being a friend of. She just got a contract to be a full time housewife. Mm-hmm. Sutton was a friend of for this whole taping of the season. They made her a full time housewife after they finished filming because she was entrenched in so much of the drama that they were exactly. like, "This is ridiculous to not make Sutton full time." So they gave her her diamond, like truly, like. It, we found out that she was a full-time housewife like a week or two before the premiere episode. So right. I think that there is an underlying thing here where I, mm. and I think that, I think that Crystal had an aha moment where she was like, Oh, I know exactly what You're this pissed. is. You're pissed because I'm a full-time housewife and yes. you aren't. And you think I'm not a good housewife. Like that's the yeah, other yeah. thing is I think Sutton thinks she's boring and thinks that she's like, like just kind of like, like, 
a bitch. And she's like, yes. you're not a good housewife. I'm a good housewife. Like I'm kooky. I'm, I'm like wear designer clothing. <laughs> it's do- it, and also does, uh, it does Crystal a disservice to not, I mean, I guess how can you acknowledge that? Like you can't have like a title card that's like Sutton was not yet a housewife. That's probably what she <laughs> Although I would die for that. I really would. I really Me would. too. Well, well, they, they are going wild though. They they love, how do you guys feel about the start of all these episodes when it's With like the, the drama and then rewind? I'm like, this is it's a like, lot, but okay. Yeah. I kind of like it too. I do. I've said this a million times. Harry give, is giving me big Dexter serial killer vibes. He's wow. just like too homebody likable, too good at cooking. Like, I don't know. And I, I realize that I do think that he does play a uh, murderer on Veronica Mars later in the later season. So maybe oh, that's why. Well, so, you know, despite his Dexter, Dexterishness, I still would let him uh, say it with me. Fuck me. He's hot. Oh my God. He is so he's, hot. He's and so he's hot. A go- I want to like have a whole life with him. And he's just so good <laughs> at things. <laughs> Yeah, when he cooks, I'm like wet. And when he says when he says bolognese, <laughs> him talking about gardening, I'm like, oh baby, you can you can work with your hands here. We have to break down bolognese. Okay, thank you. I googled and I crossed this out. This was one of my notes, but then I crossed it out. I googled say bolognese because and it just said like Ramo- Bola- just like Ramona googled black. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> say, say bolognese. bolognese. And I said. And just like Ramona said, it's EJ Walker, not CJ Walker. Lisa Rinna, <laughs> it's bolognese, as far as I'm concerned. But the number of times you said bolognese, bolognese, bolognese. <laughs> I can't. Okay, and Dorit being right? like, this meal looks amazing. You cooked your famous bolognese. bolognese. <laughs> she, they remind me of uh, Giada. Giada on yes. Food Network. She's like, yes. this, like, she's this Italian Spaghetti. woman, but she's like, Hey, so it's me, Giada, and um, we're going to make some Italian food today. First, uh, uh, I always start by shredding my Parmigiano-Reggiano. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> what is this, like, like Mario that comes out, like, when you say an Italian Once word? Once Dorit said it like that, that's when I crossed it off my list because I was like, I'm being gaslit into thinking that right. I'm the crazy one. Yes, um, no, but I, I was feel really that good that y'all just, like, No, affirmed. it's Bolognese. Bolognese, 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 Bolognese. She kept saying it. And I was also watching, I started watching the episode on like a, I eventually watched it on uh, iTunes, but first I was watching it on a weird YouTube link that every, the voice was pitched down. So it was Lisa Renner being like, Bolognese, Bolognese, Bolognese. And it was like, I was like, this is wild. This is absolutely wild. Okay, Andrew, lead us to your next topic on your outline. What else do you have so, for us today? I think that like we, I, I do like want to get your take on because when I when I when you posted the Instagram post on your page that you were just talking about, kind of giving context to the fight, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I wonder where you stand on the fight because something that I think needs to be said is like they've played the clip so many times of of Sutton being like. Oh, this is her jacket. I'm going to go into her room now. <laughs> like so conspiring up to no good. Like right. she 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 had that tone going in. She, she, she almost said it was like, it's a prank. Like, I don't know what yeah. she thought the prank was. Like, right. I'm going to return her coat and see what she's doing. She's so a I weird think, person. That's exactly. what- <laughs> so I feel like it does. I'm like, that gives context to like, like, I don't know. I feel like I love that 
Crystal is not backing down on the word. I know it's a big word, but also like, yeah, I felt I felt weird about the moment. It did feel I felt like it was violating. I don't I'm not saying you sexually violated me, girl. You're saying that. Stop yes. saying that. No one brought that up until I think it was Lisa Rinner or like Kyle said something about that. Well, Kyle's yeah. pissed me off a little bit because like she is playing a little bit too much of the LVP now where she's like yeah. bringing up storylines again and again. And like mm. the way she brought up the violating thing, it's like this doesn't really have to have any shelf life unless until you said it. You know, I know, they, but I, they but I, it. but something that I don't know if everyone noticed this at towards like the end of the fight at um, the Bolognese party. Um, <laughs> Bolognese. <there. laughs> um, Sutton said again, "Well, what? Well, what were you up to in there? Like at the? Do, did yes, you hear that? She said that, and again. that's when that's when I was Wait. like, Sutton, that's the problem oh, right there. She did. You Wait, have when this, did you yes. say that? She, it was like she was standing by the bar. Crystal was like away. They, Crystal had walked away from the bar after she was like, I'm sorry that you're sad. <laughs> yeah. And then she said, actually, no, I'm not. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I don't know what to say because I'm not sorry. It was like right after that. And right. And then, she, and then Crystal was like, well, what were you no, doing? Sutton. Then? Yeah, I mean, Sutton, Sutton was like, well, what were you doing then? And it's like, Ew. you are that. In the words of Sutton, you are that girl. You are that girl. <laughs> and this all started, I mean, I think it's also interesting because kind of both of these. So this fight or this kind of dynamic also grew from that first conversation mm-hmm. where Crystal was like, oh, God, I bet you're one of those girls that like just sees color. And uh, just doesn't see doesn't color, see color mm-hmm. where and at where Sutton truly did a Ramona of like, oh, no, I won't go here. Uh, like I, I was actually how do you think it feels when people talk about rednecks? I don't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so yeah. this controversy being stirred up from just like somebody willing to call out certain things. I mean, I think it's great. Crystal, I think Crystal is really fun and like she's mm-hmm. also like divulged about a lot to us like she's spoken uh-huh. on her like eating disorder she's she seems very real obviously she's like beautiful she's brilliant um sh- and she also has like a cool family that's into mm-hmm. being on camera also you know who wants to be a star both of garcelle's children and i appreciate it why couldn't <laughs> garcelle's child not take the tutor lesson in one of the other rooms in your gigantic home that camera. scene was bizarre to me it was on camera it had to be on camera exactly but the sure, whole scene sure, was like sure. he wants oh, to be on camera i think there was like a there was a there was like because of he I'm, and you know what so would i okay oh let's i love just, it let's be honest yeah, Andrew, I would so would you thing. like if we were kids oh, I mean, exactly our, if our parents were filming a reality show we'd be like honey so uh, do you need to be doing any like housework or anything is there anything exactly. i need to do around the house or like what what restaurant are you going to uh, i can drive you guys there if you need me to like if <laughs> exactly you want, exactly you know you know i love like, to I drive would, you places right um i i love that and it is fun when the kids uh you feel like they're consensually in on it. Like that's right. super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I'm trying to, th- the only, so something I want to acknowledge about both New York and Beverly Hills that's happening right now is, you know, we haven't hit our mid season trailer yet, which is kind of shocking. Cause we're about eight to nine episodes in with both of these right now. Really? And usually around then we get um, a mid season trailer because so there's have- like a break and then a, like is they give right? a big monster teaser for like the back half of, mm-hmm. of the season with drama that you haven't seen yet, like in the big trailer and things like that. So I feel like we have a lot to look forward to in both of these franchises. Yeah, I think so too, because I mean, I'm hopeful that this like coat drama will go away and, Definitely. but they're going to still obviously be at each other but I'm hopeful that it'll be about something different. Well, I think yeah. it's gonna, like act two is 
like for sure going to be about that dog that's behind Tom right now. Very cute. Um, <laughs> a dog is just sort of ran in. But uh, act two of that sort of series, I feel is very much Erica Jane. Like yeah. we're going right. in on that, which is so fun. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten a little bit of it, but clearly that's what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> Andrew, it, it, it's so fun. <laughs> her, it's, her stealing oh, money it's so from fun. dead her people pain, and her, her, yeah, her, her like embezzlement of um, <laughs> yeah people who like died oh, de it's literally dead funny. people we're on like, plane. we're like also giddy we're like she stole so much so money bad. from dead people okay exactly. yeah Tom you're right it was episode 8 so I, interesting yeah. so I, I think like yeah I think there's sort of I think I mean that could even be why Sutton was an important housewife this season like we can they're like okay we can after filming it's like we can we can do quite a bit with this sort yeah. of mm -hmm. b story of like them fighting that's really fun and then we can put that to rest sort of that can keep coming up but really we have a whole monster plot of erica jane so the next episode is titled <laughs> this is so shady a pretty meltdown <laughs> A pretty meltdown. Oh my god, that's pretty really shady. Also, did you notice <laughs> in the trailer for next week we get because famously Kyle and Dory get COVID, and you can tell because <gasps> oh. they because they are filming scenes like in quarantine. Did you did oh. you guys yeah. see that? Yeah, yeah, because Garcelle's like outside, like Romeo and Juliet style. Yeah, talking to Kyle, and oh, then okay, that's funny. Yeah, so next week is so. I just want to break down the timeline because it's, it's so it. fun to think about. So, so right around you have Christmas, this in your notes. So right around Christmas time was when we found out. So we're barreling <laughs> towards uh, Merry Merry Christmas 2020 when when we found out about um, when Erica found out about Tom stealing from you know the widows and orphans. So mm -hmm. interesting. So that that I mean that that checks out. But time in that, do you remember she also posted all those weird like screenshots of him cheating, cheating. Rumors, yeah i wonder oh, if that'll come up Do you from like that? the 1990s like flip phone she like i she, love that yeah okay so, so there's a so lot there's a I think lot there's so much to look there. forward to yeah and i will say erica jane although i know she's going through it i think she is gonna be happy like i think she's happy to be the star of the season yeah correct yeah uh -huh. <laughs> because she's also painting her own narrative exactly you know it's she's not letting tabloids talk about it yes there's editing involved but like she gets to be the one that talks about it and cries on tv about it and you know so i think that there's a so many facets to her being on the season because yes. she's like excited that she's the star she gets to like paint yeah. her picture that she wants it to be exactly and it's also fun to watch too because erica has always been kind of like that wild card where it's like it's very it's she's like you know in the girl group and like you're happy that she's there she brings an energy but it's like you don't know about her except right. random moments where she's like my son is a cop and <laughs> sort of shut your mouth and you're like or what? she's Who talking about you? how she was either in the mob or had a wire oh my God. right that so it's nice it, it's nice to like it's nice to get her out front and like having to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It's very fun. I, some, I mean, with some THC on her clit too. Never forget last week or two weeks ago right. where she rubbed THC all over her clit and vagina. And she said, I'm lit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, did you watch the um, documentary? Becoming, oh, the, oh, the housewife and the hit, hit man or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I didn't watch it. Is it worth a watch? It, I think, it, it I is think so. Because... Because, <laughs> so wait, let me, so you learn about like more than just the little tiny bit we know about the divorce and the plane crash period. 
So it's really interesting because it's, they interview a lot of people who like work or worked at the firm and victims as well are um, heavily in it, which is great because we're talking so much about Erica and Tom that like, we forget that there's nothing hap- There's no talk about these victims or that are 100%, very real life. Yeah, the real story. So, it's yeah, very I good. I that's... it's short. I I highly recommend it. Like, and it's okay, not that's good. good. I, I want. I always good. try and preface this. It's not good. Okay, I don't want you to go information in. though. Yeah, it's, it's information, good information, and it's yeah. funny because Danielle Staub is in it saying crazy things. It was a hor- She's a horrible <laughs> weave. What do you think? Just quickly, like, what do you think is meant to be happening in the like next chapter, like the second half of Housewives New York? What is meant to be happening? Yeah, that's 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 kind of my big question because we don't have when they release the trailer for the season, we've essentially seen everything that happens mm-hmm. in that trailer. So I don't think the season's over because they'll have a mid-season trailer. Like there has to be I another could trip. I see it being like thirteen episodes, like Jersey was. Or there needs to be. I. I, I if this is the last part of the season is the Salem trip, then I'm shocked there no. wasn't a like coming no. up this next couple of weeks. Well, the Salem trip right. is five days long, which in, in housewives translation, that's going to cover that's... about six weeks of entertainment. That's true. You're right. So like, I wonder, I just wonder where we're at, but also the Swing one thing, the one thing and... that we, the one thing that hasn't happened yet is Luann does get COVID and they had to shut down production. And Ramona okay. goes to Miami. So on IMDb right now, it just says up to episode 12. It so has maybe the, like, there's titles. Yeah. But that no, doesn't mean there's not more than that. There but. has to be more than that, though, because, like, I don't know if we'll get to COVID. You know what I mean? Like, we'll, to her, if it doesn't happen COVID. in Salem. And also, right. I see what you mean, because they definitely had to shut when down they and they back, had to start. Came back. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. I'll, we'll be watching. And you know what? Tune in next week. <laughs> well, Andrew, thank you so much for having us on your podcast today. It was really great. You guys are so fun this to have such on. such a joy. <laughs> like, thank you so much for asking. I'm so glad that we Yeah, like, together. if you ever need us to come back on, just let us know, please. Of you, you course. Know how to call, you know My how to contact me. Booking is kind of confused, like, just uh, crazy, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Um, Truly, no, this was fun, y'all. We, Thank we you love for you. having Thank me. Please, so please come back again. And plug, yeah, I, oh, anytime. Will you plug all your things? I'll plug my things, honey. You know, you can follow me on Instagram for fun. It's <laughs> Andrew Primate. That's all. Follow me, um, and from there you'll learn you'll about my other work. If you, you know, have kids. I, I, yeah, exactly. If you have kids, yeah, I'm the person to follow. I'll say that's that's the thing. I, just go online and find me on at Andrew Primate on Instagram. Let's see what happens. I, Andrew, <laughs> you are so funny to me because like you are for children and for um, gay men uh, in yes. their 30s. So and for all parents because ages. our parents are obsessed with you. Wow, that means a lot. They One time when you were at our apartment, they were like, Oh, I didn't realize you were friends with him. I thought he was someone famous. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, mom said that to me. Because, like, we had shown her all your videos of Tommy Laren oh, or Tony, okay. whatever her yes. name is. And she thought you were, like, a famous comedian. 
that we just had kept sharing i was like no we know him (laughs) but he is is very very funny yeah yeah, wow he may not be famous but he's very very funny that's sort of a tagline (laughs) honey i'm not famous but i'm funny (laughs) there's nothing better than someone telling telling the world that they're funny yes i love that (laughs) it makes me not believe them (laughs) or like that's like literally when girls say i'm a cool girl yeah literally not if there's something kind of funny i'm so funny but i would love to come on again and speak as as the you know maybe as the you know things that we have to discuss i'm the the question that we're gonna have people leaving they're gonna say i need to have andrew back on because what is everyone's take on the second half of new york we just don't know it's a mystery you know, Eric maybe Jane, come, everybody will come, be talking about but yeah i'll come come back on when when it wraps up okay good we'll do a big 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 <laughs> big show round y'all. table we're gonna do a round table <laughs> we're gonna do a red round table discussion a red round table <laughs> Oh my um, god. Well, uh you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet and you can follow Kicks. At Kicks Hamlet, that's spelled C I X. And then the podcast at Dumpster Drive Pod. Follow us on Patreon. Uh we are covering uh America's Next Top Model Cycle 4 there right now. Check that out. Uh and everyone have a great night. Say bye. Say bye, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you.